ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to the most amazing interview show on the Information Superhighway! Now zooming to you live and simultaneously from two secret studio bunkers in dual time zones located somewhere south of Alaska, east of Area 51, north of Guantanamo. And if I give you one more clue, we'll all be in deep trouble. It's the amazing twin namesakes separated at birth, the two most famous guys not in witness protection. It's Coffee with Jim and James! Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Coffee with Jim and James. I have to say that I am feeling much safer today. Very safe. And I think a main reason is because we are sharing the screen with this industry icon, Mr. Roger Cox, who we will introduce in a second. But before I do, as always, my partner, the James out of the Jim and James, Mr. James Cross. James, are you feeling safer today? Absolutely. Uh, if it was possible to feel safer than we always uh, are, it's, it's due to Mr. Roger Cox. Roger, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I am thrilled to be with you guys. And maybe I'm the only one that don't feel safe, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think we all know what that means. <laughs> Roger, we've known each other for years, my friend, and we go way back. And um, you probably know more people than I know in the industry, which is saying a lot. But for those people that maybe don't know all of everything. Can you give us a little insight into your world and the organization that you run, please? Well, yeah, thanks. And yeah, we have known one another for a long time and it's been a, a joy on my side. I'll tell you, it's awesome. Um, we, we started this company kind of almost by accident back in 2007. We had a uh, fellow in Mississippi, Sam Johnson, y'all both know Sam. Uh, they were trying to get some legislation passed and he asked would I uh, help him try to figure out the best way to do that. So really, uh, the Aligning Change to Succeed, which is what ACTS stands for, uh, was formed to help Mississippi get legislative effective enforcement passed. It was a five-year plan. Uh, the 811 magazine was born out of that. It was a way for him to get a consistent message across the state. Other states saw it, liked the model, um, contacted us. We'll know would we do that for them. And so we've grown the 811 magazine into what it is today. And then the Damage Prevention Summit was the second tool we provided Sam Johnson in Mississippi. And uh, we began having an annual event in Mississippi. We had other folks come to Mississippi to see that. They wanted us to do the same thing for them. So as you guys know, we've uh, moved that pretty well across the South and, uh, mm -hmm. and it's, uh, it's still growing. So we're excited for the opportunity. It's, it's about damage prevention, but it's really about people. And, and, uh, and our passion is taking care of people and that means helping them be safe and trying to introduce them to people they don't know. That's, that's my favorite thing in the world to do, is to introduce you to somebody you don't know and have you guys have a meaningful conversation. Well, Roger, let me, let me jump in because yeah. you, you mentioned relationships. And, and again, I, I, we know it. Can you expound a little bit on, on that? How, how important do you think it is to our industry 
the relationships that we all have and how we interconnect and how we share messages, um, how do you think that impacts our, our safety culture as an industry? Well, I, I think, I think it's everything. I think the culture that we're trying to achieve is not possible to achieve without relationships. You, you can serve on committees and you can, you know, you can have all the round table discussions in the world you want, but if you don't trust the people you're, setting with, you're likely not going to be motivated to uh, work with those people outside the cameras. And we, we have to build relationships. Now, both of you guys know that uh, the book that I rely on more than any other book in the world about relationships is the Bible. If that offends anybody, I apologize. But I don't believe we can go to heaven by ourselves. I know we won't go to hell by ourselves. And I'm convinced we can't be successful in life without one another. Amen to that. Roger, so, so saying people is the important part. Uh, I know when we, we talked before, you know, Jim and I know you really well. But some people, you know, there may be two or three people left on this earth or within our industry that don't know you as well as we do. Maybe two. Uh, what, two. what about Roger? Tell us a little bit about you and, and you know, what – what are you blessed with and, and a little, little more personal about you? We, we understand the companies and we understand the initiatives, but, but what is it about Roger that, that makes people want to connect? Well, I don't know this is about me as much as it is about what I try to represent. I try to create an environment that people are comfortable with. I've been married for 52 years. Wow. Uh, I've, wow. I've got a lot of grandchildren and I've got, almost eight, seven, one on the way, great grandchildren that uh, I'm thrilled to be with on the weekends mostly. Uh, but really I'm blessed with a super great team to work with, the Axe team. Uh, Y'all met Miss Carrie Brown and Carrie's awesome. we, have a team of, we have a team of folks here who are working that you don't know. They're just as great as she is. Uh, we, we all work together. We don't, we don't feel like that I've done my job and I'm going home. We feel like, hey, before I go home, is there something else you need us to do? So that's just kind of the way we are. We're a family. And then beyond that, guys, I mean, you, you're all my extended family. Anywhere I go, if I see one of you guys or see some of the great friends that I've made over the years, I, I, I just feel lucky and blessed. I was raised an orphan. I grew up with a chip on my shoulder. Somewhere along the way, I found out that wasn't getting me where I wanted to get. And so I began to try to make a change in the way I think, not the way I acted. I knew that if I changed the way I thought, the actions would follow. So I began to think about how blessed I was. And the next thing I knew, I was blessed. Amen. Isn't that great how that works? That's yeah. an awesome story. <laughs> Roger, going back to uh, <clears throat> the Damage Prevention Summit. <clears throat> we uh, we've we've been blessed to be a part of those for for quite some time um, in in different capacities and different places. We try to support them in, in all the states. Uh, we we always say, you know, our our vision at EWN is to make the world a safer place to work, and for us, um, that begins with damage prevention. And so, as we begin, you know, uh, or as as we take part in these events. 
and uh, learn really what that culture is like and that, that safety culture is like. And, and then it's more, more than just the event. It's more than just, you know, people are going to attribute, oh, what's the event? They're going to tell you to call 811. You know, I'm, absolutely, right? That's a no-brainer. But there's so much more to all that. Uh, do you want to kind of expand on that a little bit for those that maybe haven't taken uh, part in, in those damage prevention events? Sure. You know, each state's a little bit different, although the model's the same. And what makes it different is what the one call system or the uh, regional common ground alliance group that we're putting this on for, what they're trying to accomplish. So what, what I do when I go to a state is I try to talk to those folks who have, have reason to have an event like this. Uh, the thing that's exactly the same every time is that we like meeting new people. We like seeing our old friends. And as I said earlier, it's about networking and it's about building meaningful relationships. So uh, as people get in the exhibit hall I, and I'm in there, I'm usually looking around the room to see who looks like they're lost or looks like they hadn't made any friends yet. <laughs> that's why they, we that's they why hadn't we met me yet. You know, oh, they hadn't met me yet. So that's also how I met Jim. That's right. It is. He said that so is. Lawyer, you said <laughs> Yeah. So it's just it's just a joy to to be able to introduce those folks to people like y'all because y'all are heroes to people that don't know you. And so I got and I'll come up and say, hey have you met James? Have you met Jim or have you met you know, this person, you need to meet him. Come on, let me introduce you. And it just thrills them to death. So I, I believe we just need to treat people like they're important because they are. Yeah. If we'll do that, we'll be successful. Absolutely. Roger, let me, it, it, you know me at conferences, you know, when, <laughs> whenever I'm at one of the summits, you know how I am. I'm like <laughs> all over the place. Now, COVID has put a little bit of a damper on some of the damage prevention summits. I think we were talking the last one that you and I were together was in mm -hmm. Tennessee. That was mm -hmm. like two days before the United States got shut down, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Um, how, how has the summer, spring and summer been for you so far? And then what do we have coming up in the fall and winter that, you know, God willing, we're going to be back to uh, whatever our new normal is? Give us your thoughts on and share some uh, what's coming up for the fall with us, if you would. Sure. Well, uh, as you, as you know, from all the other events that we might see one another at other than the summits, uh, they've mostly been canceled, including the Arkansas summit was rescheduled this year. Typically it would be in April. Uh, and because it was at the very height of all the concerns everybody had, you know, everything just shut down. So it's, it's been, it's been uh, a very interesting experience. If I can pull myself out of the frustration, it's been very interesting just to, just to look at the dynamics and to see the uncertainty uh, that there is. I think for the most part, people I talk to, whether it be at church or at work, I, I think we've gone through a couple of cycles where people were just really afraid and then they're, they're tired of being afraid. And so they started getting out more. And then when testing really began to get rampant again and the numbers got higher, now I'm seeing people get afraid all over again. And, 
and and I don't blame them for being concerned. I, there are some things we look at that, in my mind that ought to drive us to move forward. But I will tell you that looking forward in the fall, we do have some summits that are scheduled, and right now we intend to have them. Uh, Alabama, for example, September the 22nd through the 24th of this year will be our first summit following everything shutting down. And then, as I mentioned, Arkansas got rescheduled from April to October the 12th through the 14th. Right on the hills of Arkansas is New Mexico. And New Mexico is October the 20th through the 22nd. And then, of course, Mississippi, which was our very first summit ever way back in 2008, is scheduled for November the 4th through the 6th. Now, what we intend to do at all these events and we're, our team is still talking about how best to handle that. So we've, we've lined up with the hotels and the convention centers that we're talking to to find out what they're doing uh, to ensure maximum sanitation and safety for the attendees. Uh, we're looking at spreading out the room so that we would minimize how many people get in a room, those kinds of things. Whether we have shields at the registration table, uh, we're going to be giving out masks, of course. We expect the hotels and convention centers to, to uh, uh, work with us to provide uh, as safe an environment. The good news, it, these convention centers and hotels, <laughs> nobody wants to be safer and more secure than they do. Well, so we, we really feel good about the environment. Uh, we're just going to... Instead of me coming up and hugging your neck, I may not do that. What I may do is el elbow bump you or yeah. you know, high five you from a distance. Uh, I, I heard this is the new handshake. Right? Is that it? Okay. Until we get there, that, you got a place in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I like it. It's better uh, than nothing, I think. Uh, I think so. And uh, personally, I like it better when we get back and we can, you know, hug one another like we like one another because we do. Amen. But at the same time, we don't want to set a bad example for other folks. And, and you know, I think, I think it's critical that we set the right kind of example. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. Um, Absolutely. I, we, can't, we can't go out there in a safety first environment like we are talking about things like damage prevention and then be reckless in the process. So I like what you're saying. You know, there's the logistics that every company I think right now is, is you know, hashing their way through trying to figure out what that looks like to come back yeah. come back stronger you know what does it look long term so th there's a lot of logistics and i i appreciate you guys really focusing in on that roger one thing that one of the first conversations i had and i have this this blessing to to remember a lot of these interactions so i don't don't apologize if you don't uh but one of the first things i remember talking to you about um, when we kind of prep for this call, you brought it up too, is, you know, the, the same focus that you're putting towards these logistics for these events, there's a, there's kind of a, I'll call it kind of a back end uh, approach also that you guys use for these, uh, these events. And, and we talked about relationships and that's a big part of it. But one of the things that rang true for me, which I'm a big proponent of as well, is the amount of trust and integrity like these words that just poured out of you that, you know, getting the right people in the rooms and 
is, is all about having people with their hearts in the right place and having that trust and integrity. Uh, and that really struck a chord with me because that's, that's a personal commitment that I have, not just to the industry, but the way I live life, uh, the way yep. I raise my children. Uh, yep. And hopefully something that, that people will, will remember as, as I have those interactions as well. So you want to speak on that a little bit and how important that is for damage prevention as a whole and, and for our industry as a whole. Well, I, I think it, uh, thank you, by the way, I, I think it speaks to the, the future of our nation. Um, you know, it, the kind of, the kind of people and the, and the kind of mindsets that we have in my estimation lends itself to success in any endeavor, whether it's uh, national or state or uh, an industry perspective, a church. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. If you got people together and you don't trust one another, you're not likely to work well together. And I, I think at the end of the day, every organization in the world is driven by compliance of something to something. Sure. And, and, I, and I guess that's okay. But you know, if it's something we have to do because we have to do it, we're likely not going to be as committed to doing more than we have to do. And what I, I like to do is I like to align myself with people. And there are a lot of great people out there, by the way. I know right now I'm hearing people say there's just not many good people left. I don't believe that. I believe there's a whole world full of good people just waiting to bust out. They need somebody to help them bust out and give them an opportunity to bust out. But I learned a long time ago from an old fella that's been dead for many, many years. And he's told me, don't get caught up in what you know, because uh, everybody knows something. And he said, what you will learn is, is that long after people forget what you told them, they'll never forget how you made them feel when you told them. Good point. So I think it's critical that when people see us, there is, they, they have this good feeling. They just, they don't know where it comes from. They say, oh, there's Jim or there's Jane. Man, I really like that guy. And they can't tell you why, but they really like you. And the reason they like you is because of how you treated them. You treated them with respect. You, they've told you something and, and said, hey, don't tell anybody. And you didn't. So they've learned to trust you. And that's critical. Without that component, guys, none of us can be very successful. That, that's, how, that's how we try to run our magazine. That's how we try to run our, our summits. We want you to have a good time. We want you to learn something. But more importantly, we want you to know that we treated you like you were somebody. Wow. Roger, I, I got to say, you know, I touched my heart as you were saying that. And uh, James, you cried a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. Uh, it's just a quarantine cry. It happens. It's a roller coaster of emotion <laughs> these days. Yeah, it, it's yeah, a that's powerful, Roger, for sure. Thank you. Yeah. And normally we finish with final thoughts, but that one's. Uh, yeah, Roger, do you have any final thoughts? Why don't you give us your websites? Because I do know that you're going through some website migration. Um, cool. List those off, or if you could say those to our audience, and then you went, I'll, I'll remind them about the LinkedIn so we could probably connect the dots to the LinkedIn. So, yeah, sure. 
Well, years ago when we started Acts and we had a website called www.aligningchange.com, and we found out that when we invoice folks for a summit or for an 811 magazine, they'd never heard of Acts. <laughs> and so they'd reject the invoice or the credit card charge, you know. So we had to go back and go through. And, you know, they were always glad to pay, but they just didn't know who Acts was. So we developed two other websites. One's called www.811magazines.com. Okay. We developed one that said www.damagepreventionsummit.com. And they become the parent websites. And that's what people really knew us as. <clears throat> well, two years ago, we, uh, we came up with a new logo. <clears throat> and it incorporated the 811 magazine, the summit, and the Axe logos all into one logo. And because we develop a lot of training as well, you probably don't know that because we don't tell anybody. We don't want to turn the world upside down with training. So what we're doing now is we're rebranding our whole company. We're bringing everything back into one website and the, and we're shooting for July the 6th as a turn on day for the new uh, aligningchange.com website. All right. Very Wait, cool. so is this what? a platform that we're announcing this to the world, James? Public? Yes. You know, it's going to be Jim announced his, uh, engagement on here a few few weeks ago. really not, not to you know overshadow anything but rogers is a pretty big deal too so absolutely here first <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's fantastic roger i can't we can't thank you enough for your time you know uh being friends it's great to see your face uh we can't wait to get to the summits this fall god willing they're uh everything's smoothed out by then and we're going at it. I want all of our audience, if you're interested in it, please connect with both uh, James and myself as well as Roger on LinkedIn. When you connect with Roger, you can uh, see all of his uh, accolades. And I would imagine too that links to the website are probably in the LinkedIn. If not, you can find them easy. Right. Um, you know, but please do. We, uh, and we hope to see uh, you at one of these summits in the fall time. I believe, uh, quite honestly, James and I are planning on both attending as many as we can. They're great events. They're, uh, they're very fulfilling in so many aspects, learning, education, networking, relationships, all of it, safety. Yeah, um, we're, we're, we're hoping we can speak again for you, Roger. So keep us I'm in mind. I'm counting on that. I'm counting on that. Yeah. Well, well, you know, James and I kind of like to speak now and then. So, uh, you know. <laughs> 45 minutes might not be enough That's for really uh, what this is Roger. That's why we started the show is because we didn't have anybody to talk to and It's frowned upon if you talk to yourself for long periods of time. Yeah, trust me. I know. Anyways, we want to wrap it up. We thank you audience for listening, tuning in today. We hope you got something out of it. We again want to thank our so special guest and friend, Mr. Roger Cox. Thank you so much, Roger, for joining us. You are always a pleasure, sir. Um, and we want to tell our industry to be safe. Uh, may God bless our industry and may God bless you and have a safe and wonderful day. Until next time, it's the Jim of the Jim and James show signing off and saying, be safe out there, everybody. Have a good day. Call 811. Ooh, I like it. All right. Thank you, Roger. Thanks, Thank Roger. You. Thanks.